Haide. For I say, through the grace given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think himself more highly than he ought to think. Now, that text is saying that a man should not exceed what he can do. Do you understand? You know, because of can do spirit, somebody say can do spirit. Say can do spirit. What is can do spirit? Can do spirit is the spirit that, oh, I can do so many big things and, you know, you can bring a car before somebody and the person says, oh, I can do. I can drive before you realize the car has been used to hit a wall. Because of can do spirit, some people at the end of the day think that they can do things they cannot do. Or things their level of life cannot what? Cannot do. For instance, if you say that, oh, uh, this evening, you say after church, I'm going to buy a private jet. I'm going to buy a plane. After church, I'm going to buy a plane. <laughs> but you, you don't even have 500 cities on your account. Do you understand? So, Paul is saying, to every man that is among you, how many of them? Every man among you, to do something. Not to think highly than, he, not to think himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly. Eh? According as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. Amen. So this morning I'm preaching on how to grow your faith. Is it not a good thing? Somebody say how to grow your faith. Again. Oh, I didn't hear you. How to grow your faith. Somebody say how to grow your faith. How to grow your faith. Amen. Amen. Somebody say how to grow your faith. Now, from the above scripture, it is clear that God has given every one of us a measure of faith. So, you cannot say that me, I don't have faith. You can be here and say, oh, I don't have faith. Because the Bible is saying God has given to everyone, how many of us? Are you with me here? So as you are here, God has given you a measure of faith. Somebody say, I have a measure of faith. Somebody say, I have a measure of faith. Hallelujah. Amen. Now this measure of faith is the starting point of faith. So it is that measure of faith that you started your Christian genuine. Are you with me here? For instance, the day you were born again, that is the measure of faith you received. It is a certain measure of faith that will get you saved. But that measure of faith cannot get you healed. 
That measure of faith cannot give you something God has promised you. The reason is because it is a starting point faith. Are you with me here? For instance, if you are a young baby, if you are a young baby, if you are a baby. Now, you know, when babies are born, they are born to lie at their back. Is it true or is not true? So, firstly, their bones are not strong enough to allow them to stand. But when the baby is even in the womb, the baby already has bones. And by the time the baby is born, the baby has bones. But that bones, if I can do like this and break it. That's why if you make a mistake and you let the baby fall down or something, the bones can break. But you as an adult, it is not highly that you fall down, your break bones will break. If not, all of us would have had broken bones by now. Every now and then we are falling down. Are you with me here? The baby has bones, but that bone is not enough for the baby to walk with it. That's what Paul is saying. Every man of you that he should not think himself highly. More than he, he, he is. So if he's a baby, he should not think that he can walk and jump from a story and that is the problem of faith there are some people their faith is a baby and a baby faith cannot be running around the baby faith is to lie down open have you seen Christians like that before well, a lot of Christians are having baby face. You just lie down. You do what? And your mouth is open. Then as soon as you do, what does it mean? Food. Some Christians are just like a baby. Their faith is Oh, what is there for me? Anything that is there for me, I will take it like that. Are you with me here? Oh, aha. A baby is a baby. You just put anything in the mouth and it's good to go. I remember when, when Charlotte was a baby. Hey, hey, she used to like food, but. And she used to cry. So they had some. I had a strategy. Because actually, when she was a baby, I, I am the one who took care of her. Uh -huh, because my mom was doing the work, she has to go in the morning and come. So I was always with her. After school, I have to close from school, go to the workplace, take Charlotte and carry her. Hey. Now, this was my strategy. They had some small this thing they put in the baby mouth. Ah. When she's crying, I'll just put it inside the mouth. Then the baby will take it. Yes. Ah. 
Now you know the baby see they are smart oh. I'm referring to so many articles. As they take the red ah, this thing is not doing something to my stomach. The day you were born again, your faith was like that of a baby. But that faith is the starting point. It is not enough for you to produce the mountain moving kind of results. It is not that kind of faith that can cause uncommon results in your life. The sons of Skeba, Skeba and Mano, they met a demon possessed guy. Now I must say that it's possible they were saved. Because their father was a pastor. So they started saying things in the name of Jesus. Who, who Paul is preaching? The Bible said the madman slapped them, beat them, tore their clothes. Seven sons, they ran home naked. The Bible saying. Do you know their problem? They thought themselves highly more than they were. They thought they were like Paul. Paul is the one that a snake beat him and he shook the snake off. Paul and went and took tea. Listen, your level of faith determines what you do. If I say that a snake beat me and nothing happened, don't say that if a snake bites you, nothing will happen. It is the levels of faith. Paul sent handkerchiefs and aprons and they healed the sick. Paul handkerchief and then. If you are a baby and you say your handkerchief and aprons, the sick will be sick. I will say your handkerchief to me as I am for your dear. The sick will get sicker. Dear, I am not basing your dear for fraud. Are you with me here? Okay, my boy. Are you with me here? Okay. Because you are a baby, you are trying to what? Do things of adults. If you say, oh yeah, but France, but so yeah, you are not paying for aye. And that is impossible. Sorry, I am to be any other man. The Bible says, Peter. Brought, they brought the sick and said, Peter's shadow. Peter said that my faith is so high that I don't need to touch you. I just need to, I just need to what? Just, just walk by you. Peter But you, you just got born again last month. You have started a church. You have started a crusade. You are like, oh, you know her. I have the mountain moving. There are some exceptional cases where there are some people supernaturally God will give them a gift. But people that when they are saved immediately they start doing all kinds. 
watch them in a very short time they backslid. The Bible says when Apostle Paul was saying, when he had an encounter with God, God sent him to Ananias. Ananias preached to him. Did Bible studies with him. Later, Paul went and spent time with Barnabas. Barnabas and Barnabas taught him the ways of the faith. Later, Paul went to be with Peter, James, and John, and the others. And they started having Bible studies and he was asking questions. How do I grow my faith? How do I, you know, Jesus? Then he started asking questions and the Bible said he grew. He himself even gave a testimony about it. So Paul did not get saved and tomorrow he went about doing miracles. No. He took one step at a time. Are you, are you with me here? Sit down for me. So faith is he, like Growing up as a human being. First, you are a baby. And they say, Daddy, can we have a friend? You, you move from a baby to becoming a, a little child. After a child, you become um, an adult. From an adult, you become a grown-up. Well, adult is not the same as grown-up anyway, but let's take it like that. A grown-up, 40 years, they are about grown-up. Adult is below 40, 40 years. You are still an adult. You see that? Then old age, you go into old age. When you go Are you with me here? Now, faith is like that. There are some people, their faith is having BS, gray BS. So you see a certain prophet will look at you and say, and say, tomorrow by this time, this will happen. Tomorrow by this time, it will happen. I'm telling you the truth because the person has old age faith. Are you with me here? You are not with me. So if a person tells you that tomorrow by this time, like Elijah said, tomorrow by this time, you say to if that person tells you tomorrow by this time, eh? something, something will happen. Hey. Even if you don't believe, before you realize it will happen. But you too, you said, yeah, I'm a prophet. Then you go and stand. Hey, sister, I see this. God said tomorrow by this time. You have your own car. Before you realize it's seven months time. And nothing has happened. It is levels of faith. Are you with me here? Some people, their faith is like a baby. And if with regards to walking, first you let you learn how to lie down. Then you learn how to sit. Then you learn how to crawl. Then you learn how to stand. Then you learn how to walk. Then you learn how to run. Then you learn how to run. 
So in faith, and there is a lying down faith. And in there is a sitting down faith. There is a crawling faith. There is a, a standing faith. There is a walking faith. And there is a running faith. Are you with me here? This therefore proves that we must help ourselves develop our faith from where it is where it is lying down to the point where you can run in faith. Are you with me here? You have heard people say that, oh, eh, me, um, I have faith. I won't take medicine. What is me, I can decide not to take medicine and I'll be fine. I can decide to take medicine and I'll be fine. I've just come to a point where medicine or no medicine, I'll be Are you with me here? But firstly, you start off from somewhere. Are you with me here? So, as, as a young believer, as a believer who is starting out on the way of faith, you must understand that you have to grow they fit by certain activities. There are certain things you must do in order to grow your faith. In 1 Corinthians chapter 11, in chapter 13, verse 11, Paul says that when I was a child, 1 Corinthians 13, verse 11, when I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I taught like a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, when you are a child, you think like a child. If your faith is a baby faith, you produce baby results. Are you with me here? You produce baby results. You won't be able to produce a grown-up's resource in faith. So even as a pastor, I've learned to believe God for one member. I've learned to believe God for one member. Somebody starts a church and in one month, he said, Oh, in one month, I'll have 100 members. No, he said, one month, I'll see me, I know, I don't know. who said, Oh, as soon as I start the church in two months, I'll have 100 members. I look at him, I said, Really? Are you sure you have 100 members? Nobody has started church 20 years, has 12 members. I have learned to believe God for. One member. The first Sunday I was coming to church, I said, Lord, you know I'm a young man. I've never pastored a church, but I've been preaching for so many years. I'm a young man. I believe you. Give me one member. Give me one member. Give me one member. Let me manage with one member. God gave me one member. And next week, God gave me two members. The following week, God The rest were visiting members. And the rest were away members. But the members, sitting members, were two. Then from two, I said, Lord, I want to. I believe you for five members. Me free two, me call to five members. 
God took me to seven members. God took me to ten members. God took me to fifty members. God took me to twenty members. Thirty members. Fifty members. Seventy members. You must, you must take it one step at a time. I it be here. One step at a time. One step at a time. I was saying, Marco and Marco. Are you with me here? You are going to take tea. So you see, when you are teaching a baby how to walk, you pick up a key. Or a pen. And I say pen. Do like this. Hey! You do like this. Then his eyes will be doing some way. He likes the thing he's seeing. Then you stand and hold something. Now I shall say, Oh, grab it, people. Then you bring it close to the child and say, Come. Now they are paying, and I can say, Bra, come, bra, come, bra. Then the child will take a one step. Now, but for now, to the Nabako, then you fall. Now, at theater, then everybody will be happy. Yay! Are you looking to taking a step? True or not true? Have you all been there before? Have you seen that before? Now, in the way of faith, that is how it is. Sometimes God will give you a job opportunity which you have never had before. Sometimes God will, and, and God will use that job opportunity to make you take a step of faith. And maybe you may get that job and lose the job. But you are not where you were yesterday. You may think that, oh, I, I, I did this and and I failed. Why so, do you say so, I'm I've lost my faith. No, and you have one step. You are no more Am I talking to somebody here? Am I preaching to somebody here? So sometimes God will give you something. Let's say you've never had a child before. You have been married for so many years. Never had a child. Then you have trusted God to have a child. Then your wife has gotten pregnant. Now for three months. Has had miscarriage. Don't be sad. Be happy. You have taken one step ahead. One step towards freedom. Somebody may say, ah. But remember, seven years Na- of marriage, you ka- never had. To, your wife never had the ability of having a baby. Can so for, so for, the, for you to get a miscarriage after three months. You are not where you were yesterday. People don't know life and don't understand things. Even with regards to money. If you've never had 1,000 so 1,000 and one time in your life you have 1,000 and something happens and you lose the money you are not where you were yesterday but we are now where you are now what did you in my little life? I realized that as the years began to go by, there was a time the money I could keep and, and, and say that this is my money. Hundred cities. I realized it go to like three hundred cities. Sometimes that was the highest money I could I get. I go to like thousand cities. I go to two thousand. I go to five thousand. Now I'm in my tens and thousands. I haven't gotten to hundred thousand. I haven't. 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 I
Last night, last night. I had a sleepless night. I was trying to stretch my faith to 100,000. Why do I say so? Because now I've been able to buy things that cost 50,000 and others. I've planted things in 50,000, 50s of thousands. Three, three years ago, three years ago, we started this church. We spent about 20,000 cities three, three years ago. Sky Akron, 20,000. I'm saying three years ago. Three years in Vimean Sertomy. So now I'm in my tens, ten thousands. I bring more than ten thousands. It is a step at a time. I, so I am, right now, right now I may not have ten thousand. Financially, I'm no more in two hundred Ghana cities. Yeah, they need two hundred cities. So if I if I have two hundred cities in my in my pocket, in the realm of faith, I have been able to see and have ten thousand before. That was just where home. I actually belong. But not ten thousand GDA. The one I say the GDA level. You understand what I'm trying to say? I'm teaching you on faith. I'm teaching you on faith. I am teaching you on faith. I'm not talking to somebody here. So right now, I may have 200 CDs. That's why I mean, when I don't have money, it doesn't affect me. Because Any? about a month ago, I had 20,000. And two months now, I have 20 pesos. He said 200 CDs. I am not having 20 pesos. In the realm of faith, I have, I have a faith that can give me 20,000. I'm not talking to somebody. When you so like Kassar. the woman who has had miscarriage, seven years of your marriage, pregnancy of two days, if you've had three months, you are no more where you were. You must now believe God. Just say, God, let me get pregnant for six months. By the time you are getting to your seed month, Lord, now I want to stretch my feet a bit. Let me get to seven months and let's see how it feels. Before you realize, Lord, now I know that I can't believe God for nine months, but let me get to eight months. Before you realize, you have a bouncing baby in your hands after seven years of marriage. Seven years, I wouldn't worry. There is a lot of people are going through all these things because their faith has vanished. After failing failing for once or twice in their area of faith. Believe God to buy a land. You saved, 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 saved. When you got to somewhere to buy the land, something happened you asked then just forget about no, you must be if you've been able to believe God and get to a certain point, you must believe God to continue to pass that. Am I preaching somebody? If it's a good thing, it's a good thing for you to clap. Hallelujah. Amen. So we must learn how to grow our faith. So God will sometimes do you the tatatin. And say, say, hey, come. This is yours, come. This is yours, come. You have to take a step. You must take a step. A lot of people are like day old chicks. They are born babies with their mouth. They have been Christian for 70 years, but they are still babies. 17 years old, their mouth has, has been opened. Ah. 
Every day is, is opened. Waiting for something to be dropped there. But that is not how we have to live our lives. We must learn to progress by responding to God and responding to the voice of faith. I with me here. Now, the faith for healing is progressive. If you want to walk in sound health, you must progress. Look at me, everybody, look at me. Are you with me here? Oh, uh. Start from somewhere. Start from believing God for healing you from headache. Are you with me here? Okay, home. Believe God for healing you of headache. So the next time you have headache, lay on your head and, and, and pray in the name of Jesus. I command every headache to leave now. And leave, you just leave the parade. Don't, don't touch the parasitable. And give yourself a try. You'll find out that in 30 minutes time you'll find like, hey, the thing has worked. Now that's why your faith has reached. That faith cannot raise the dead. That faith cannot heal asthma. That faith cannot heal stomach ulcer. Let me tell you the truth. So just like you two, you have somebody who is sick. If it's headache and some stomach pains or my knee, just give it a minute. Believe God for one step of healing. So, as you believe God for one step of healing, next time believe God that okay, now, I have seen, I've been there before. Many years ago, it was only headaches. Then later I took my faith to a next level. And I began to take it to a next level. I began to try out more things I could pray for. I started trying out more people who are sick I could pray for. But I didn't start off by praying for people who cannot hear or other things. The faith that heals headache is not the same faith that heals blind eyes. Any idea? And start from somewhere. If not, you will be disappointed. Yes, sir. When you you must start from where? I was just shall see free baby. From where? From somewhere. From somewhere. So sometimes while you are taking the drug, you take the drug, you take the medication, then you also lay hands and say that now I give myself seven hours. Seven hours. Or tomorrow by this time. In the name of Jesus. I believe God. We learned that by his stripes. I was healed. I was what? I was what? I was what? I was what? So you lay hands, you give yourself seven words. How many hours? Seven hours. The church is getting dark. You are not following me. You give yourself what? Seven hours. So when you give yourself seven hours, you'll be surprised by that maybe on the eighth hour. You will not feel the pain in your knee. Next time, reduce the hours. Give yourself three hours. How many hours? Three hours. So now you are building yourself in 
Walking in sound words. Sound health. Now, I've gotten to the point where it's 30 minutes. The highest is 30 minutes. No matter what it is. The highest is 30 minutes. I have a problem in my body. Recently, I was having some pain in my body. I laid hands that said the name of Jesus. Every pain, everything that is wrong, pain. be healed now. Now. And I finished. Within 10 to 15 to 30 minutes, 10 to 15 minutes, I'm here. But maybe you, you haven't gotten there. What do you do? What do you do? You start from somewhere. So the faith, the faithful healing must start from somewhere. And that is my first point. You must start from somewhere. Start from somewhere. Grow your faith. To grow your faith, you must start from somewhere. Start from somewhere. And grow pause where you want to see yourself. If you are believing God for healing anointing, to be able to heal the sick, believe God for healing little, little diseases and infections. Then keep believing God ahead. And keep believing God ahead. Are you with me or you have gone? Keep believing God ahead. Start from where? Start from where? Somewhere. The same way they say the fit for finances is like that. A lot of Christians, I think maybe next Thursday I may be teaching you for faith for finances. A lot of Christians, the mistake we make is that we believe God for money we cannot believe for. Maybe you don't understand. We are saying, write a prayer request. You come and write. Oh, I want to, by the end of the month, I should get 10,000 cities by you. That is not faith. That is presumptuousness. God That's why some of you have written certain prayer requests of money and you have never had it. Start from somewhere. Say, Lord, within the course of this week, give me 100 cities. I believe you 100 cities. From now to Thursday, I believe you You will be surprised that by Thursday, God will give you 100 cities. Hey, the thing is working. Again, believe God for 100 cities again. You believe God, you find out that by that time frame, God would have given you that amount of money. Believe God again for that amount of money. Give yourself And keep believing God to a point that where, where you, you know that if you believe God, it works like something. Then you now move it to a next amount. Say, Lord, now I'm believing you for 200 cities. cities. Am I teaching you something? That is how you get your faith for finances to work. So that you get to a point where you can believe God for 10,000 cities. When you write a prayer, you can write 10,000 cities. And you will be surprised. Oh, it's a good thing for you to clap. So start from where? 
Start from where? Somewhere. Start from where? Somewhere. Start from where? Somewhere. Shall I see everybody? Believe God to buy some Infinix phone. Awesome. There are phones that cost 3,000 cities. You see, somebody will hear this and say, ah, what is this? I'm, I'm, I'm teaching my church. We are human beings, so these are our everyday life. Is it true it's not true? Are they not our everyday life? Let's not pretend as if we don't need these things. Let's not pretend that we don't need these things. Now, I've gotten to a point where I, I believe God for a nick type of phone that but there, was phone, there was a time the phone I believed God was a second hand somebody but I exercised over and over again I found out that every now and then I was using second hand phones free of charge people would give it to me then I said now I want to use a brand new phone and I believe God and for the first time I believed God somebody bought me a brand new techno phone in 2015 or something I'm teaching you as a church. An important thing. And I know that some of you, the reason you don't have results is because you don't know how the thing is done. Do you know what is done? So I said, do what? Start from where? Somewhere. Start from where? Somewhere. Start from somewhere. Then to your neighbor, ask your neighbor, neighbor. Then when you hear, we'll be out there with China. Where is your somewhere? Where is your somewhere? Or somewhere in the air, where The next thing you do to build your faith. Yeah, by any amount of the engine. It is almost like the point one. Any point one, any accuracy. But it's different a little bit. So soon you can grab you. Believe God for the little things. Did you put the funny market and get in a home? Believe God for the little things. To be able to, you see, you don't just get up and start buying cars and houses. You don't just start and you don't just start and, and before you realize you are pastoring two thousand members. You don't just start and you are now able to fast for seventy days. You don't just start and you are now raising the dead. Believe God for the little things. Listen to me. Believe God to be able to pay for your small water bill. Believe God to be able to say this now every month I'll buy power of 100 cities. I know you always buy 20 cities and 12 cities. Believe God to be able to buy say 50 cities. Believe God for the little things. I'm teaching you to I've lived with pastors. I've been around pastors. A lot of pastors don't have faith. And I, me, as I stand here, I, I am a man that has seen the results of it. I've seen the results of it. I'm telling you this. I'm telling you this. 
And the things I'm teaching, I'm teaching something that is very practical. Believe God to be able to pay, to be able to pay for your water bill, your light bill. Believe God for the little things. Believe God to be able to heal you of that small pain you're having in your leg. Before you move to your heart problem. Before you move to your ear that you cannot hear problem. Believe God for the little healings, the little miracles. That is where you start from. Until you start from the little things, you cannot move mountains. Jesus said, if your faith is a little, you must believe for the little things. Your little things. Believe God for, for, for the food on your table. Some of you, you have never, never even used your own Milo, Milo before. Now believe God. I mean, I'm teaching you how to live. Believe God that now, me too, from now, Lord, from now, I'm also going to start having my own Milo, whatever. What, what, somebody said, what is this pastor preaching? I'm taking you somewhere. You say, oh, I want to have my own provision shop. To start from somewhere. Have you been able to believe God for one, one um, concord of milo? What have you been able to believe God for one ideal meal? What I know you are always using some, some needle which is one city or something. Now, I'm teaching you how to walk in faith. From today, go and stop taking this small, small one sitting ninety pesos needle and believe God for one thing of milk. One sitting, one sitting needle, nothing of point. I'm believing God for one thing of milk. So about one moment, thing of milk back home. As soon as the money comes in, now I'm going to buy. Can you buy? Can you say say me do cotton? Can you buy? Say yes. What finally? Say say yes. A thing of milk. 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 Soon and very soon. And check. Those things will not be a worry again. So now, I feel like I have to start um, selling Milo. You don't have the faith for, for, for having that kind of faith, that kind of level of results. You must believe God for the little. Hey, am I preaching the word of God? Or you are, you are, or you are saying the pastor is preaching on Milo? If Jesus were to be here, this is how Jesus would say, Yes, you are see and obey. He always preached using things we know about. Jesus preached like that. Believe God for the little thing. In the book of uh, Mark, uh, Mark. The Bible says that they came to Jesus. Bible says, I'm by you, sweet Jane. And said, The people are hungry. Send them away to go and get food. And the people are 5,000 plus. Then you buy 5,000 here today. Do you know what Jesus said? When they use a kind, he said, What do you have? Okay, I said, Again, I will. What do you have? Okay, I said, Again, I will. God is always asking us, Debian, you're going to be a What do we have? Then I will. Elijah asked the widow Elijah Sarah, Elijah he said what do you have then i walk he said this just this flower or sister flower in a wall 
so you must believe God for the little things. The little things. That is where you start from. Don't go and be believing God for big things. Paul is saying, give us that scripture again. Romans. Don't believe God for big, big things. That is no faith. That is hope. That is no faith. It's hope. Big, big things is no faith. It's hope. Look at it. To every man that is among you, how many of them? Paul is preaching that message to all of us that not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly. Soberly, to be sober means that uh, you, you have common sense. That's what it means to be sober. Sober just say, oh, common sense. You have, you, you, your mind is at home. Say, fear. That's what your mind is working clearly. So people who are usually drunk on alcohol, we say that they are not sober. So they have to. Usually, so usually when, when they, they get their hangover and everything, they have to take some time so that they now become sober. Sober means now that now they can see everything clear and everything is fine. So he's saying that if you think yourself more highly than you are not sober, you are not thinking right. You are dreaming of buying a rose. You, you are dreaming of buying a rose. So have you bought a tico? you believe God for a tico? You will never buy a rose rice. Have you bought a motorbike? You motorbike. Believe God for what? The little support is saying, when you begin to think so higher than your level of faith, he said you are just being stupid. You are being foolish. It is It is foolishness. It's not what? It is foolishness. You are believing God for a house and the house you are believing God for is a seven bedroom story building. Why don't you just believe God for a three bedroom house? That's why some people never get a house. They never build. Because they are believing God. Why don't you believe God for a two bedroom house? Then when you are done, you say, now, Lord, I want to believe God for a seven. Most of our parents that were able to build, they started with a yeah, one. Some, Some of them built two rooms. Or shall say with two. Then later they built three rooms. No, three then later they built four. No, no, four, four one rooms. step to the other end. Oh, two. You may think they don't have faith, but that was faith in the place. And that was wisdom at work. Wisdom and faith at work. But you, your first house, you want to build seven bedrooms. Oh, so after you are done with the foundation and this thing, it will take you 70 years and to continue. Will be a foundation and 70 years and send away but poor people, poor people and are able to build. Poor to people see. are able to build. And here for Christ to be seen. But who is selling something and you know that this person is not taking oh, thousands. Oh, to, to, you are able to build two bedrooms and live in it. Two bedrooms. You are taking thousands of thousands of cities you cannot build because you want to build a seven bedroom. Oh, five thousands of cities. Oh, so seven bedrooms. Do you know the, the, the price of plumbing? Do you know how much you spend on plumbing? Do you know how much you spend on tiles? If you are building a seven bedroom house, the tiles alone can build you a full two bedroom house. Seven bedroom tiles alone can build you a two bedroom house. The tiles and the lights alone will build you a two bedroom house. Yes. There are some buildings, if you build it, 
The painting alone can build the house. painting My own eyes. My own One of my fathers, I was there when he renovated the house. He spent 192,000 Ghana cities on paint. I was there. It's not something I I I saw the receipt. 1.9 billion. 1.9 billion. Because paint. the house determines the paint. If you say fear in about the paint to cry the paint. But you now walk. You must learn to believe God for one room. I was so sin and coupon. We did this event mercy one room. Am I preaching the word of God to this church? Oh, they want me to preach something else. Okay, okay, let me preach another one. Fornication is a sin. Okay, but be careful. Lying is a I sin. I think that's the thing. Believe God for one room. For one room. I tell you, if you can believe God, and God that he said, if your faith is little, you can say to this man, believe God for two rooms. for two bedrooms. Start from somewhere. Shall see everybody. Then believe in him. Little things. Naji. The third thing you have to do to build your faith. They are tossing me inside. What's all here? I will give my UGD anything. The third thing you need to do to build your faith. Build on the resource of faith you have already. Resource now when you are in a sunafa. You need UGD. Build on the resource of faith you have already. Resource now when you are in a sunafa. This message I'm preaching to you will never hear it anyway. So I say we are making a new thing, baby. Not find it in any book. Build on the resource of faith you have already. Resource now when you are not finding it with GDA. Are you with me here? For instance, you have you, you one time. Yeah, fine. Say, one time I prayed for a woman who was baby uh, blind. The bumpire man will be an anemia. Well, it's been a while since I prayed for somebody who is blind. Anyway, I check. But. The first time I prayed for somebody who was blind. I did. She was a old woman. No, yeah, no way. Now, before I prayed for, her, I prayed for somebody who was partially blind. And the person was partially blind was was healed. So when I, I I I called all the sick people and she was there, I asked, "Are you?" She said, "Yes, she cannot see." I said, "How long?" She said, "Like five years or something." The friend for the said, because then I believe God that God, if you could help me heal somebody who is partially blind, then I think that on that, on that particular foundation, on that particular level, I can build on that level. Pray for somebody who is completely blind. But you have never prayed for somebody who is who is having eye problems. But you want to go straight to blind eyes, it will not be. I'm preaching the word of God. I said to know. I said to MBA. So I prayed for the lady. I prayed for the woman, the old woman. Eyes didn't open. I said, give me water. I took water. I thank God. I said, Lord, the other day. I prayed for one woman. You healed that woman. You are the same Lord. Now he said, I applied the, the water to the woman's eyes. And immediately. Immediately. 
She said, I can see small, small. I said, I can see small, small. I said, I can see small, small. I said, really? I said, more water. Go and call a fire service. Let them bring full water. Give me more water. I started pouring more water. He said, now I can see. Within 10 to 15 minutes. 20 minutes. 20 minutes. 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Her eyes were open. And then the how did it start? I built on something I have. If you are building a house, don't you build foundation? foundation. Then you get to a certain point. No, so when you get to somewhere like this, if you are coming to build, do you go and start from here? Or do you start from here? Where do you start from? Where you go to? That's when I was teaching on faith for finances. You must ask yourself right now, where has your faith for finances got into? That is where you start from. That's where you start from. You must start from where you ended. believe go for a child. But somebody will listen to the audio. You were able to get pregnant to six months and every time it's up to six months. Now believe God for seven months. Build on where you are gotten to. I'm not talking to somebody here. Build on what you have gotten to. And start from and say that now, now, this is where I've got to. I want to now progress from where I've gotten to. Until you understand this, you will never go. always walk in the baby kind of faith. You always walk in the baby kind of faith. You always walk in the toddler kind of faith. You always walk in the in the sitting kind of faith. You always walk in the crawling kind of faith. That's your level of faith. You will not pass there. Never pass there. You must learn how to build from where you have got to. Hallelujah. Amen. Sit down for me. I said you must do what? You must do what? Build on your resource of faith. And one of the ways is to remind yourself of your former testimonies. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. That some time ago you were really sick by God you do. That means that this sickness is not worse than that one. Therefore, if God could heal me three years ago, that would be sickness. This is a baby. So that is where you build from. You can remind yourself, oh, I remember some time ago in Italy, I was in debt. I couldn't pay my rent. But suddenly, God came through for me. Now, now I'm believing God for this. Ah, God can do it. So remind yourself of the testimonies of your faith. And what God has done for you. That's why in the book of Deuteronomy, God said, but thou shalt remember. But thou shalt remember. You must remember where your faith got you to. And was so kind of your faith were able to produce. One time, I remember, I remember many years ago. All kinds of sicknesses I've ever been falling into. So now, if headache comes, I'm like, ah, 
If God can heal me of stomach ulcer, what is that? So I've gotten somewhere. So sometimes life will try to drag you back to bed. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. But your faith is now working. A certain problem may come your way. And that problem wants to take you back to lying down. That's why you have to remind yourself. Of 12 years ago. When God had to save you from something. When God had to deliver you from the hands of the devil. So that on that level you can move. If no Satan will get you lying down. Somebody say, Brother Micah, I believe God. Yeah, you believe God. The demons also believe in God. Didn't we learn that on 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 on? Demons believe in God. People want to go to school. Believe God for your admission forms. For admission forms. Then believe God for admission. Don't now worry about the people. You say people don't have faith. Believe God for what? For admission. Admission. You don't worry about the money. When you get admission, admission now. You believe God for the money. No, believe God for admission fee. Forget about how you are going to pay the rest of the fee. The fees. The next fees. If you worry about that, you will never go to school. Then when you, you get your admission and believe God for the next semester. School, that is how we live life. So build, on, build on your results of faith. Resource no one can build on your results of faith. Am I talking to somebody? Build the results of faith. As grow your faith by having an appointment with your school of faith. Your school of faith. Your school of faith. The school of faith, not to say. Okay. Do you understand? You have to always have an appointment for that thing. Appointment. Grow your faith by having an appointment with your school of faith. This is for my sons and daughters that are far away. And our members that are far away. Any members of Due to work and school and other things. You must learn how to always, once in a while, come and sit down under your father and listen to him. So that you will receive enough faith to go back and do what you want. A lot of people do not have an appointment with their school of faith. So because of that, they are unable to grow in faith. They are stuck in one area of life. Remember, we have talked about the reason why people need faith. Faith answers all of life's problems. God is not the problem. Demons are not the problem. Demons are not the problem. Okay. 
Nanado is not a problem. And I am president. Nanado is not a problem. Faith is the problem. Uh, faith is not a problem. So I'm saying that. Forget about all these things. And book an appointment with your school of faith. They are changing now only with faith. School of faith appointment. They link it at home. Do you understand what I'm saying? What's in your mechanism? Now, what are some of the forms of your, your appointment you must have? One of them is your quiet time. Your quiet time. The quiet time, your quiet time builds your faith. What is your quiet time? The quiet time is that, that 15 minutes you spend with God. Quiet time is that 15 minutes now. Either in the morning, say in the evening, or a certain time of the day. And I Some of you call it morning devotion. Morning devotion. That is your quiet time. your quiet time. You must book an appointment because an appointment with a moment when you are trying to figure what is God saying for this morning or what is God saying for the day, it will always help you to grow in your faith. You must book an appointment for Bible study. What is Bible study? Bible study is reading your Bible beyond one hour. You've never studied your read your Bible beyond one hour. You've never studied your Bible. You have never studied your Bible. You must book an appointment. I will say book appointment. Make time for 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 Bible study. So the Bible studies. For instance, the school of faith we are doing is Bible studies. school of faith in Bible studies. We are learning on, on faith. Yes, you are opening scriptures. Yes, You don't come for school of faith. And so on school of faith. Thursday you didn't come. Thursday one You didn't come for school of faith on Thursday. School of faith. Thursday. Don't look down. Look at me. Mind your for Raise your head and look at me. They didn't come for school of faith yes, because you don't know what faith. was taught. So your faith will not grow. But you may be in church for 17 years. Because your appointment with the school of faith is not there. appointment, school of faith Another thing you must do in your appointment, another kind of appointment you must have is is, is listening to sermons. Preachings. Listen to sermons. You must make time to listen to sermons. I have so many sermons. No what preaches be brave. And there are other sermons of other men of God around. But I'm your pastor, so I'm the first person you must listen to. Because I know your problems. You understand? What you must hear. I marvel, you see, I have all kinds of sons and daughters around me. And I've observed their life. My sons that I know that I bear them in the faith. No sons and daughters. And I see that they are too enthused about a certain man of God they don't know. I very soon I start hearing that oh, they have raped somebody. They have done this. They've done all kinds of crazy things I would never do. But you know why? Because you see, I know your problems and I select the messages I want for you. You think if I were to preach this message to somebody's child, preach it this way? I will not. 
Because I don't know them. So I would generalize everything. Do you understand what I'm saying? But I know you, so I know the examples to give. Because I know that oh. I know the people in this chair who have a car. I know the people in this chair who have their own house. I know the people in this chair who are married. I know the people in this chair who are, who are either in a relationship or not. Who are trying to. Who are trying to. Who are trying to um, um, go to school? I know those who have bought forms and it didn't work. So, so, I know so when I'm selecting a miss, I select it based on who I'm preaching. I'm selecting a gentleman and just coming to preach. Oh, we are preaching on this. No, we say me Select a specific. You must make time to listen to the AFM podcast. Because the messages are for you. And we say messages in They are for you. Somebody said the messages. The messages. The sermons. The sermons are for me. Are for me. Book an appointment with Simon. These days you have phones. Oh, so you should go and see Shepherd Philip okay. and tell him that you know I want to copy all the messages. He has okay. a lot of them about hundred and something. Copy them. Every morning, as soon as you wake up, you you the first thing that is playing. And give yourself time. Give yourself time. Give yourself time. Before you realize, you find out that your faith has started growing. Your Christian life has started taking the next level. While you are working, let the messages be played. It's better than, than, than listening to junk music. Hey. Are you with me here? Book an appointment with what your school of faith by listening to sermons. In booking an appointment, another thing I also wrote here is that book appointment. Have time with your mentor. Have time with your mentor. Your, your mentor of faith. Mentor there are some people after speaking to them for just a short time, your faith just comes alive. Therefore, choose a mentor who increases your faith. And spend time with them. There are some people after you just go and live with them for five minutes, ten minutes, before you leave their presence life, your life has become Better. Because how they chat with you, they chat with you about big things. Some people that are chatting with you about the problems of Ghana, we are struggling. No, no. You must have a mentor that increases your faith. Mind you, the Bible says the just shall live by faith. Yes, the Bible says Christo Look at somebody like Sharon. She lives in Adomako. I don't remember the last time she missed church. I don't remember. Now let me just say a short story. This is somebody that has stopped going to church. Oh, it's not true. Give her a letter, share a testimony. 
You understand why somebody lives at Atronia and comes to church on Sunday, on Wednesday, on Thursday? I don't know how much he spends on coming. I don't know Sundays how much he coming. Share your testimony with us. Please let it come in the microphone. Uh huh. Is it coming? Papa, thank you for giving me this opportunity. You're welcome. I want to share this testimony to everybody listening to me. I was born into a Muslim background. I converted the year 2012. And it's been so many years I heard the word of God true men of God, go to a time it's a whole lot a whole lot <laughs> it's a whole lot continue some... <laughs> let her leave her to talk it's a whole lot, some men of God used to tell me, if you want to do great things in this life you need to sow big, big money before you yes okay. it go to a time so you can say Omo prophet no, heaven. Yes, because it is those are mo kanya mi asem no kwa nebe ko heaven. It is enya meda adi semi chero kwa na. Yana unya part of heaven. Let me see. Hey, see, my media sorry. So she stopped going to church. This is somebody who wasn't going to church, huh? So now for about a year. For about a year, you were not going to church. Yes. There are people like that out there. The reason they don't go to church, they don't have somebody who boosts their faith in God. That's why they don't boost their faith in God. Uh-huh. So I want then to share when, this uh-huh. So my first days, I say, I'm sorry, I'm not going to sleep at home. Okay. Because I'm so, if I'm going to know. I've known her for, since we were kids, so. I've known her since we were children. Like, like, I'm solo, and then, I, James, ah, we, we all grew up together. I make a chance to say minimum. It be a sending a sofa for more out there, and I think so. No, 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 no. Stop saying that. You come to me, I will not come. See, service cost so so low. Very inviting, but still, I say me man. See, that for that one, I'm saying no. What they mean, me beti, me beti. I have said me buami, me ba sorry, me buami so they are sorry. Me jamesi, I come back to Nkamun. I'm a bad church. That very the message, and I say it's for me. Yes. See me quiet and I say, hey, I'm sorry, my chair, wait, dear. This my last stop. A hand on my pastor. And to the glory of God, ever since I started church, and near my chassis, I pick up, near my baby, as a sound of life, compared to time when I saw for me, Moshe, and Kanya, me as him, some wavy. You must book an appointment with your, your, your mentor who boosts your faith in God. I was saying about distance is not a problem. And my distance is a problem. Are you with me here? So you are living in Kotokromo, Nidoma, whatever you say, oh, you know, I want. The problem is yours. 
Because listen, if you just stay away from your mental boost your face, Satan will discourage you. That's why there are some of you, as soon as you start coming, stop coming to church for one or two, suddenly you see that you have gone back to, it's like you are frustrated and depressed. Me, I book appointments. Okay. I book appointments with people who build my faith. I listen to them. I travel to visit. So my father just sit down and listen to them while they are talking, encouraging me. They are saying this. After I leave, I'm like, wow, I'm going to serve God better. Because me too, I'm a Christian. I'm not a Christian. I'm a Christian. So why won't you just get a church that is around your area and just go? Because there are people say, oh, I want to go to a church that is close to my house. So how many cars take two cars to come here? Somebody to take one, but the person said, oh, today I'm tired, I can't come. Look, people are just lazy about, people are not serious about their life. Let me Some, raise your head and look at me now. As I did psychology in school, do you know that some people don't want to be helped? Because for being person over born, when I watch you, you say, "Oh, Obi, you are Obi, oh, you are Obrepa," but they don't want you to help them in this place. And as I travel over the place in every church, there are people. Their best time in their life is when they came to church. I've been in this place. There was a sister that we brought to church. I won't mention her name. The first day she came, she was seated here. The message appeared after she finished. After, while I was preaching, she was crying. After I finished, she said, this is the, the greatest message I've heard in a long time. I was about to give her life on. She said, now this is my church. That was the last time she came here. The last I heard, there are more people I can mention more. Do you know the reason? The reason is because some people just don't want to get better. And you may think that, you may think that, oh, they want to be helped. They don't want to be helped. If me, I go to a place and every time I go to a place, I think better. My life is getting better. Do you think I don't want to be in that place every time? I want to be in that place every time. And it is not that lives are not being transformed. Some people just don't want their lives to change. They just, they just have excuses for being poor, excuses for being sick, excuses for being beaten by Satan. So they'll come every one month. Every one month, that's when you see them in church. You think you're doing me? You're not doing me. I'm being blessed. You can, in 10 years' time, you say that I use your money to be rich. I don't care. When I was teaching how to take your faith to buy a bicycle, from bicycle. Didn't I say now I cannot have faith for 100,000 cities? So very soon when I say I'm having faith for 1 million cities, you say these pastors. I want to get better. I, I don't want to have a, a bad future for my children and my siblings. Look at my siblings. Do you think, do you think my parents will be able to take care of these children? In a few years to come, when we get better, some will be worse and they'll be worse. Because they decided not to just push themselves a little bit. Didn't I say you can build one single room? Can't you start from a single room? 
Yes, I'm teaching things because I'm preparing us for the future. And as we are saying this, thing, some people are still saying, you are making noise. You are making noise. We want to be comfortable in our, in our, in our foolishness. If you have been blessed continually in a place, will you stop coming there? There are people in this church. They come here every three months or four months. When they come, they, they come to, oh, you have been a blessing. Oh, I remember. Wait, wait. There was a couple that, there's a couple in this church. Before they came to, they couldn't have a child. They couldn't have a child. The first day I saw them, I said, you have been trying to have a child. They said, yes, but it's not working. I said, yes. I said, there's a baby in your womb. I said, there's a baby in your womb. It is a girl. The first day I saw, I said, it is a girl. You have this child. And I professed, I said, you have this child. The man didn't have a job. The man didn't have a job. Suddenly, doors started opening. Do you see them in church? It is once in a while when they come, they are now happy. They are happy. Why do you stay away from a place that blesses you? You see, you will be causing your problems. And anytime he goes and comes by, he's like, hey, things are hard for me, things are hard for me. Then suddenly, one, two days, he's like, like, prophet, now things are working, now things are working. Then again, they stop. Who is, who is a witch? Who is being a witch? Who is being a witch? If you think there is somebody beside you, what is the song? Give us keyboard. You, can you play that song? Who knows how to sing that song? If you think there is somebody beside you who's killing your heart, destroying your life, you are number one. Who can sing that song? If you think there is somebody beside you, if you think there is somebody beside you who is killing your life, who is destroying your heart, who is killing your heart, who is destroying your life? You are number one. You are number one of your destruction. You are the number one enemy of your life. You are the greatest witch. Destroy yourself. You are the greatest witch. Don't point it to anyone. Witches exist. But a place that builds your faith, an activity that is changing your life, you know that this thing, if I do it, is destroying my life. And that's the thing you are still doing. Who is destroying you? I keep telling young Christians, if you keep missing church, you end up in fornication. You end up in stealing. You end, if you keep, and I, keep, I tell them, just keep coming to church. Keep coming, just say that. I'll just drag myself and be in church. You realize that, look, I've been doing this thing for so many years and I know what I'm talking about. Just be in church every time. Be, just, just say that, I'm just coming. You'll find out that after a while, your life will keep getting better. But do they do it? Then at the end of the day, they want you to give them a certain oil that will give them a miracle instantly. It doesn't work like that. Because the miracle will come up. Miracle, a bear, a we are problem from the back. Where is the oil that will work for you? Where is the oil that will work for you? I'm preaching on faith. Book an appointment with whatever builds your faith. Book an appointment. Book an appointment. Don't, don't negotiate what builds your faith with any man. Oh, these pastors, these pastors. Is it really? Do you know who I was before I met these pastors? 
Do you know who I was before I started listening to this sermon? The funny part of it is those of you who even come to church and you are unconcerned and you are sleeping while I'm preaching. It is a message you are telling me. It is a message that what you are saying is not important. It's a message. And me, there are so many things I would never talk about. I just watch with my hands. I just, I just be quiet and watch. It's a message you are telling me. Soon and very soon, the storms will come. Jesus said, and the storms and the storms, he said, and, 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 and the rain came, and the storms came, and beat against the house. He said, and great was that fall. Great was the fall of the house. You book an appointment with your mentor and you are sleeping. And while your mentor is talking, he said, please, can I pick a call? Then you go out and pick a call and come back. Go out and pick a call and come back. Go out and pick a call and come back. I'm preaching you're picking calls. Bishop, preaching. Somebody is going out, picking calls and coming back, picking calls and coming back. You can't give God your one hour. You can't give God one hour of your time without cause. And you want God to do something spectacular. I will scream, it will not work. I will shout, it will not work. Sometimes I can scream, and by the time I get home, I'm so hungry that it's like it has catch me. I will scream, it it will not work. Because the person is not willing to receive. somebody, I'm not talking to somebody. Am I talking to somebody? I said book an appointment with your mentor. You should be worried. Those of you sometimes you travel and you, you should be worried that hey, for a while now I've not been hearing this man preach to me. You should be worried. You should be what? You should be worried. I listened to Reverend Solomon for one full year, I never missed a single one. I never missed a Sunday meeting, not a Thursday meeting. Come rain or shine. You never get tired of listening to that man. No, 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 you never get tired. That is me, I don't know about you, but me, I never get tired. When he's preaching, he's about to close, I'm like, ah, so we are just ending this thing like that. But there's somebody who says that Aria, 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 I just say this. But me, anytime I listen to the man, my life gets better in my mind. Because you see, life begins in the mind. I'm sitting there like, wow. Ah, ah. Because of him, I had to buy a bicycle when I was doing out program. A bicycle. 2019. And where the church was, eh? the church, we were living in Kato, and the church was in Kutre number two. So it's, it's like living in, living here and going to church at Wednesday market or something. 
When you market and that magazine, I see a whole baby. And sometimes when it rains, you see us on a bicycle. I must hear my mentor boost my faith. Rain will not what? Distance will not what? Have I seen results? I've seen results. Because when I started doing that, I wasn't married. My life wasn't what it is today. I booked an appointment. You must book an appointment. Proverbs 24, verse 5 and 6. Proverbs 24, verse 5 and 6. Proverbs in the Old Testament, the last scripture we are going to be reading. Last but one scripture. A wise man is a strong what? Is a strong. Yeah. A wise man is what? Is what? Strong. strong. So you must be wise in how you build your faith. A man of knowledge increases what? Strength. Is it true? Verse 6. By wise counsel, thou shalt make thy war. Thou shalt make what? what? Every one of us a battle. Every one of us have our own battle we are fighting in life. By wise counsel, thou shalt make thy war. Every one of us has a war we are fighting in life. And he's saying, by wise counsel, I will fight my war. My war is not your war. You don't have problems. We all don't have the same problems. Look at it. And the multitude of counselors, there is what? Safety. Say, The multitude of counselors, the more good counsels you have, the more safer you are. Don't throw away wise counsel. Because remember, it's a wise counsel. There are some people. There are some people they are foolish. Their counsel is also foolish. The, the person is foolish, the counsel is foolish. The results will be foolish. Are you with me? But by wise counsel, look at it. By wise counsel, thou shalt make thy war. Amen. Amen. I want to say that you have to hold on to your convictions of faith. Are you with me here? You must hold your convictions of faith. Because gradually you begin to grow. Today you may not be able to have faith for big things. But if you're able to grow in faith, you will be able to produce 
greater results. We are all growing in faith. I don't know what it will happen that in a few years' time, some of us will grow and leave others. Are you with me here? For instance, Paul said that oh no man anything. Oh no man, men do obika. But you see, that scripture does not say that you cannot borrow money. It means if you borrow, pay. But you see, as you begin to read in the book of Deuteronomy, you will find out that there's a point where he says that you shall learn and not borrow. It doesn't mean that you will not borrow. It simply means that uh, you will be blessed to get to a certain level where now you do not borrow again. So we, have to, we have to grow. There was a time I used to borrow airtime. A long time ago. This is not like I'm talking about ACHS days. But now I don't borrow airtime. I've, I've, I've gone out of that level. I don't even do quick loan. I've never even done quick loan before. Do you understand? What you so we, we have to grow. I mean, I can't I can borrow for airtime. But there's a time I borrow for airtime. I may borrow to buy a land. I may borrow to buy a land. Or I may borrow to buy a house. But a time may come, I may not have to borrow. So we have to grow. Now I may have an issue with maybe one of my members may have an, I may have to call another man of God and say, Come, you have more anointing. Come and pray for. But a time will come, I will have to grow. So I encourage you and call you to come and join. Job chapter 8, verse 7. Job chapter 8. I want you to come and join me. Turn to your neighbor and say, Neighbor, come and join me. I want to invite you that come and join me as we grow our faith together. As we get better in our work of faith. As we begin to advance in the work of faith. As we begin to serve God in the work of faith. The Bible said, though thy beginning was small, though your ministry was small, though your finances were small, though your faith was small, though your life was small, though things were small, yet as you grow your faith, thy latter end shall greatly increase. I came to encourage somebody, though your beginning is small, you are about to grow and get better. I see you growing. I see you getting better. I prophesy over your life. Though you are small now, tomorrow, in the next five years, what you could not build, what you could not own, what you could not do, you are about to do. Can I get an amen to that? Jump and shout amen. Jump and shout at Amen. A single room. Ah, yet thy latter end. Then so I 
should greatly increase. Your latter end will increase by faith. Your latter end will increase by faith. By faith. By faith. By faith. By faith. Have your eyes closed. By faith. 